So you're drinking coffee? Yeah, I've got a beer and a coffee. Nice. And I, I feel really crazy. I've ate a lot of cheese this weekend. <laughs> like a lot of melted cheese. And Shit. a decent amount of bread and a decent amount of beer. So um, if someone was to ask me to do exercise right now, today, I would say no. Or if they asked me to go do something physical, I would say, no, this is about as close as it gets as standing with a headset on. Oh, you're standing? Yeah. Nice. Maybe I'll stand. Because I'm saying, at... But standing sounds like a good good way to do it. Well, yeah, because you can move around yeah. a little bit. I'm just, oh, I'm loving yeah. the stand-up desk still, so I'm, I could sit down if I wanted to, but I feel like I'll be more engaged if I stand. Yeah. I find that I stand like Kevin Smith on that on the Joe Rogan podcast. He like, I think he stood for a lot of it. And I, and I get where he's coming from. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I think it does engage your brain a little bit more when you're standing. Mm-hmm. You're a little bit more awake. Yeah, you're well. You're activating. Your body thinks that it's doing something. Yeah, totally. I think there's something with that standing workstation. It's working for you. It's uh, it's changed my life completely. It's changed your life. Yeah, and it's not even a product that I bought. I just stacked some skate boxes on yeah. top of one another. Shit. Um, yeah, in terms of, especially for me, um, lots of shoulder problems from my... I already had tight shoulders from working at a computer for so long yeah. that um, I don't... I have nothing to lean on anymore. And... Uh, I don't know. Ask me why it's changed like every department pretty much like anger. I store lots of like uh, anger and tension and frustration in my shoulders, but it came from just sitting at a desk for a long period of time. It's improved my skating. It's improved everything. Wow. It's improved my work habits too. Um, you feel more Are you engaged. More productive? Yeah, Definitely. It's like I can do weird stuff like while you're while you press play on an edit and watch it, you can just be like pulsing up and down on your you know, like like almost like not bouncing. Yeah, like bouncing up and down on your toes. Yeah. Or like swinging your arms or totally. Cuz yeah. there's always there's always like you're not constantly working. There's times when something's rendering or something's saving. Um, and there's maybe a brief moment, like 10 seconds where you don't actually have to do anything. So you can, yeah, you can like move around and do a little dance. Yeah. Playing do some, you, like, did it, was it hard to get used to? Uh, yeah. Took a few days, but I, I looked, it was a change that, uh, was in front of my face the whole time. Like it was something that I spent so much time there and I found that I would be lethargic if I spent too much time there. So I like look for, I lo would look forward to, uh, coming back. Cause you're not sitting down. <laughs> you like, you like come into the room and it feels way more important. It's like, Hey, what are we doing here? Let's do this. Yeah. feels like you're at a, like a space station control thing. Yeah. Yeah. It feels really good. I highly recommend anybody who, I, I think Dana made the switch. I don't know. I don't know how long he's been doing it, but I'm, I'm not going to go back. I'm eventually going to get something, I would love to get a, when I'm balling out of control, get one where you have both. 
you could do a little bit of sit down. Yeah. But yeah. I, I would do standing for a lot of the time. Like my, the most influential editor of all time, I didn't even think about it, but he was a stand-up editor. It makes a lot of sense. For like data entry or something, I don't know, man. But for uh, editing? Well, I don't have to do much data entry. No, I wasn't saying for you. Oh, for like, like a for her, If you were like an accountant or something, I, I don't know how <laughs> beneficial it would be. It would. Pr- it probably would be even better, even if the work's boring. It would probably be better to stand and do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's. I true. mean, healthier. Well, because you like, I, I'll if I have to do organization tasks for footage, I can listen to music, and it's so fun because you can almost like do a light little dance. Yeah. Like you can. It's like it, you're using your whole body. Yeah. Right? And uh, if you anyone who does want to try it, you can't just go. If you go barefoot, you have to get like a some kind of a. You could fold up a yoga mat, or wear flip flops or something. You do need support, and you can't lock your knees. They have to be. You have. They have to be bent. And you actually have they, to like your knees engage. Get sore after. Well, if you have hours? bad posture, because there's yeah, there's proper standing posture. You know, when, if you were at a concert, like standing up. At a oh, concert? Oh, fuck, yeah. Concerts you, have fucked me up. You have it's to make Mainly sure. in the neck, though. It's oh, like really? When you're, if you're at a concert and you're standing, like, with, uh, like, everyone in the front, and you're kind of, like, lifting your head up a little oh, bit so you can yeah. see better, and yeah. you're just holding it in a weird way for a long period of time, you come back and, like, the back of your neck is, like, really sore, really stiff. Shit, I always get a sore lower back because I don't engage my core. That's my own thing. You probably don't have that problem. My standing posture has been so bad because of my sitting posture over the years. <laughs> yeah, you have a pretty bad uh, sitting posture. Thinking back, you, well, you, you I like always lean have. towards it. I, I lean on one side. Yeah, not that my posture is that great. On one side, but I'm a I'm a back leaner. Like I I I, I sit back. Oh, I eventually I got into that, but I still have. Like when I write, it's like my computer posture. I guess it's my way of like feeling engaged with it, but standing is way better. And the thing that's fucked me up is I've been a computer person like editing for a really long time now. Really long time. So I have so many things that I have to correct over like the next decade for my body to to change into a beautiful butterfly. Yeah, I'll so I can try the standing. Yeah, I recommend it. I mean, I, I have the luxury that I work at home, but if I ever was to work in an office again, I would, I would be the freak and just do it anyway. Cool. Yeah. It's important to be the freak because usually the freak knows what's up. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you know what's up even until, but no one believes you, and then up to the day you die, the freak, the fool. <laughs> The village fool. Yep. Well, not necessarily to do things to be the freak. No. But even so, no, 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 wait. Even so, like even if you're doing something just to be a freak, you're exercising a certain muscle that is very important. I mean, some of the things you might do might be very foolish, but 
you're when something hap when when something comes along where you're like no like this is the right way to do it just because no one else is doing it like this this is the best thing for me you'll have the the nerve to do it whereas a lot of people would they wouldn't they just wouldn't want to they wouldn't want people to like look at them or ask them questions they wouldn't be able to deal with that so they would just take the easy route and just swim with with the the fishies a grown man wearing rollerblades. Yeah, that's pretty freakish. <laughs> that Tylenol commercial. For whatever your normal may be. And it was a guy in a business suit rollerblading to work, waving at the people on the bus. <laughs> and that's so weird that it's a commercial. I was listening to uh, the new Doug, the newest Doug Stanhope comedy cd on on the on this road trip this weekend that was on and every single comedian he had a roller skate joke he didn't say rollerblades but it's every comedian seems to have a rollerblading or roller skating joke it's such a easy word as a punchline just the word is yeah yeah it does that alone and he's fucking rollerblading yeah (laughs) what the joke was uh he was talking about how he just naturally hates stuff that he doesn't understand or, or that he can't do. I think that's what it was. Like, <laughs> I fucking hate stuff that I just can't do. Yeah. And he's Wait, like, well, roller. Is the, is the Louis C.K. joke like the exact same thing as the David Cross joke? In the, um, the mushroom sim- it's very similar. Sim- it's, bo- it's both about a guy coming down the street rollerblading. Yeah. And being dressed weird. Yeah. And he's fucking rollerblading. Yeah, and it's that word is just a great punchline. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> Never mind. No, I'm not going <laughs> to. No, say it. Well, I feel like uh, rollerblading still lacks a lot of humor. I think if it was able to make fun of itself and accentuate some of its kookier aspects, totally. oh, I it, totally would, it would have a lot more appeal. 100%. Yeah. People are so fucking insecure in rollerblading. And people yeah. are secret they are ashamed of rollerblading. And they try so hard to to make it look badass. Yeah. What was the <laughs> <laughs> Yo man, we're not we're not we're not just skating around. We're we're crazy, man. Look at us. <laughs> I thought a lot about lately about how uh, primitive skates are still too. Oh yeah. yeah. How primitive it? Yeah. The whole, the way that we attach wheels to our feet and the way that we use them is really primitive. And they fucking stink. They stink too. <laughs> and that's that's like the that's like the worst thing you can do is stink really bad. They're really hard to stop on. If you're going down a hill full speed, you don't stop. You can't stop. No. They hurt people really badly. Yeah, they're dangerous. They're really dangerous. They're dangerous. They stink. (laughs) And they look stupid. They're a punchline. Look at you. You're wearing rollerblades. <laughs> See, that sounds funny. 
It sounds so funny. I was saying to Carly, uh, I don't know what we were talking about, but I was I was saying that I would be perfectly content if roleplaying just totally died. Like I would be happy with that. And she's like, "Well, then you couldn't get skates." And I was like, "Yeah, you could. You could very easily get tons of shit off eBay." Like Oh, skates totally would still died. exist. You can always get skates. At this point, there's a lot of people who stock like you you can stockpile right now, too. Yep. If you wanted to. Yeah. Oh yeah, like it would be so easy to get rems off of eBay for the next many, many, many years. I think. For sure. People still get Solomon's off eBay. I I think that's so funny that uh, people prefer to seek out a skate that's not made anymore because it's better than a lot of what's sold today. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Well, rollerblading would really benefit from... A lot of people think that it is completely dead. It technically is completely dead. Yeah. People are very surprised sometimes to be like, wow, people still rollerblade? See, you would think that until you go to bladingcup.com. <laughs> Look at the shit that they are fucking doing, Joey. Have you I visited the website? No. Do they have a website? Let me go to it right now. Is it bladingcup.com? Yes, I think so. I'm not totally sure. Oh, yeah. What was that? Joey. That was a pale ale. Oh, shit. 5.5%. What do I have here? I cracked mine open. Pale ale's good. I have autumn spiced lager. Wow. Cardigan. Rickards. Cardigan. 5.5%. Ooh. I got Lacey uh, one of those Colt 45s last night. And uh, that's a good value for alcohol content. Yep. And size. It's it's like under three bucks. Yeah. And it's got 700 milliliters of 8% malt liquor. Yeah. And if you want to catch up to having a good time. That's the way to go. Definitely. Yeah. Because she drove, I think, for a few hours, and I, some of us had had a couple beers already. Yeah. So I got her that as like a little rocket boost. So thoughtful. Hey, it worked. It was great. Uh, yeah. Really, really thoughtful <laughs> and, and effective. Got to get her nice and pissed. Got to <laughs> catch up. Shotgun a couple. Have you see, do you see, uh, have you seen Fubar 2 yet? No, I. It's a good time. It's you, you can't fuck with Fubar One. Is it on Netflix? Don't. Yes. Or no, 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 no. I downloaded it. Oh. You can't fuck with Fubar One. Don't expect Fubar no, One. Oh, I wouldn't. There's like I, a. It's it's not even a mockumentary. It's a movie. Like it's not done in a documentary style. Yeah. But, uh, and some of it's like too over the top and annoying, but. It's pretty good. Like, it's pretty funny. It's really funny. And the characters, like, like Terry and Diener, are amazing. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to probably watch it then. Yeah. But just just go into it. It's a good time. Just, like, try not... Because, uh, yeah, I was, like, critiquing it a little bit. Because, you know, like, FUBAR 1 is legendary. Like, it's yeah. so fucking good. But uh, 
just as its own deal. Like it's funny. It's just a fun, funny movie. Hey, it's tough, man, to erase expectation. Exactly. Exactly. Like, it's tough. Yeah. It's, it's it's like it's almost impossible. You would have to be really good at controlling your mind to not have a certain expectation going in to exactly. Fubar two. Yeah. Well, I was I knew that it wouldn't be a Fubar one. That's probably why I didn't watch it for so long. Mm-hmm. Because like Fubar one is so there's just something about it that's so unique and so special and so raw and well yeah there's something about things that get big by accident and become cult hits, they could have just as easily like faded away. Yeah. And that's what makes it special. I mean, if you get really big and then you make a follow-up movie, you're just, I don't know if it was that big though. Well, I guess, I guess Fubar 2 was like a pretty big budget. Yeah. But one is huge. I guess it is. Like how many people know of Fubar and that have seen it? Yeah. I really have to poop right now. You have to poo? Yeah. That's awesome. Well, because of the coffee. Wow. Cool. No, that's good. So when if we can take... Poo, um, that's a good That thing. means that I'm like the standing up and the moving around and yeah, the coffee. Yeah, that's exciting. Okay, we'll take a break and then we'll be, we'll be back. <laughs> Hi. Oh, shit. What's up? <laughs> How was your shit that you took? It's pretty good. With my um, the way I was dieting this weekend, I need to be prepared for mm, not not full satisfaction for a couple of days, especially with cheese, like uh, nachos and beer and shit like that. will make you lightly constipated. For was it just like a, a little nugget? No, it was it was more than that, but it just didn't feel. Uh, just when you know things are working really well, yeah, felt like things were at like huge. 40% or 50%. Yeah, yeah, like healthy. Like you've been exercising, you're hydrated, lots of vegetables and fruits. Yeah. Your body feels like really light in the middle, you know? That gluten-free shit is true. I, I mean, I, I don't really follow it, but I can see how... Um, the heaviest I ever feel is when I have lots of like uh, beer and bread stuff, like that middle heavy feeling. Yeah. Fried shit. Anyway. I don't know. I, I, I'm, uh, I'm just trying to think about how my body feels when I eat different kinds of things. Yeah. And I think I'm pretty lucky in the way that like it doesn't affect me that quickly like i can eat pretty shitty yeah you can still feel pretty good like not that i i do eat pretty good like i make an effort to at least get things that are healthy like get get like greens into me and vegetables and stuff but i eat a lot of shit and even when i eat a lot of shit it's not like I notice a huge difference, like, oh, I feel like crap. But um, I don't – A big, I think a big thing is like I don't – like I'll still work out really hard. Even if I've been eating shit, like I force my body to just deal with it. Oh, that's smart. But 
I don't know. I think I'm just re- I'm I'm pretty lucky in that department. It'll I'll probably as I get older I'll feel it more for sure. Yeah. Well, you know those like you see those guys and then they have like a tucked in golf shirt to khakis. <laughs> And there's this nice khaki pant, a nice khaki pant and like a golf shirt and their belly. They're not necessarily like heavy dudes, but their belly just looks like it's full of like just poop, like, like years and years and years of hard poop that That, needs to come out. That belly is full of broken dreams. Yeah. That's up. That's how I feel if I've had like, um, like a particular weekend of not a lot of activity and I just kind of – I'm more conscious of, of trying not to eat gross shit. But sometimes it will be like, yeah, bring it on. Like pizza, nachos, beer. I don't look like I have that belly but I feel like my body – it feels like that in the middle. Right. Like it's the mental feeling of of the beginnings of that. And you can see – how you can just tell yourself that for years, and then that's how the belly happens. Right. Yeah, I think I, I feel that more with a lack of exercise. Oh, like, God. It comes on quick. Like, if I don't do something for even, like, two days, I don't know if it's psychological, but I get so restless and just, like, pent up that oh, I yeah. just feel like I need to just go do something, just exert yep something and i feel so much better when i exercise a lot it doesn't even matter what kind of exercise it's just like exert energy and sweat and get some like physical pain and then i feel so good like um some physical pain nail my balls to the wall (laughs) no (laughs) cut myself even well, I don't know about cutting because it's messy. <laughs> cutter, she was a cutter. That's messy. Remember that? Remember that girl? She was a cutter. <laughs> she was a cutter. <laughs> That's a pretty fucked up thing. People will cut themselves, and it feels good to them. I hurt myself today to hey. see if I still. <laughs> Feel. Remember that fucking Able edit? Anyways, yeah, go yeah. on. Yeah, they actually used that song for a role play to get it. <laughs> the needle tears a hole. Focus on the pain. See, like, the only thing that's real. Yeah. What they were doing? <laughs> you can't make fun of that. <laughs> It's hard not to make fun of rollerblading, and I love rollerblading. Yeah, well, we sh- I love rollerblading, too. I actually went rollerblading today, and I went rollerblading oh, on Saturday. Sh- shit. How was yeah. that? Two did days you go, in a row. Did you skate aggressively? Um, quasi-aggressively. <laughs> I did early morning sessions at skate parks yeah. that were empty. That's the only way to blade in Vancouver because all the skate love. parks are very busy if you go at, like past noon. Yeah. What so I did early morning did you... sessions. Uh, Saturday I did Plaza, which is pretty fun when it's empty. <clears throat> I don't know if I like that place, but I, I'm sure 
It's a lot no, I do like that place. I like that place. And when it's empty, it's way different. It's totally different. When it's early in the morning and there's nobody there. When you go at like 3 in the afternoon, you're not going to have that much fun. No. Because there's lots of people that hate you. Well, you could <laughs> if you have a skateboard. Yeah, then it's different. You went there with the skateboard. I've and it was been different. there with a skateboard and it yeah. was different. Very different, Joey. Everyone was so nice. <laughs> it wasn't hate plaza. It was a loving environment. People were very supportive that I was starting to skateboard, and I wasn't very good. I don't blame people for what they see when I put on my skates and and skate around. I just don't blame them. I see what they see, and I don't know uh, how that will ever change. You know? Well, what what you experience when you're skating, they they can't know that because they they it's impossible for them to experience what you experience. Yeah. But what you experience when rollerblading is really good, and when your body feels really good, and like that's amazing. Anyone would love to have that. Anyone would love to have that experience. Like that's a really healthy experience. It is such good exercise, and it gets rid of so much stress. And there's n- there's no better feeling than after a really good session on inline rollerblades. <laughs> Absolutely, I feel amazing after a good yeah. session on inline rollerblades. Yeah. I think a big part of it. Are you there? Yes. Did I cut you off? No. Oh, I stopped talking. Um, I've been thinking lots about this lately, and this is something that I, why I want to spend a long time working on a video is because I feel like no matter what skate park I go to, that I'm, and I've probably brought this up before, I'm so pre-programmed by aggressive skating that even when I'm skating somewhat creatively, quote unquote, in my world, like where I'm kind of being creative, it's so uh, far away from what I think rollerblading will be like in the future. Like it's so primitive that I just understand why it's perceived the way that it is. That I think it's just... It's so far away from having an identity, like, if that makes any sense. It's almost like you you um, imagine skating being a certain way in the future, and it's nothing in comparison to what you can actually do in the present. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, that I... I think grinding's a big big problem for me still. Too much of it. There's <laughs> too much of it. But it's so fun to do. It's it so fun, fun to do grinds. But it, a part of it, my mission in skating. And it does skating, look good and it is interesting, but there's too damn much of it. Yeah. It's true. There's other it's things true. in life. I, I mean, uh, there's so much you can do. This is part of the thing too. I think um, 
uh, I was talking with someone. It was like, if you were trying to, uh, you know, when people like push religion or, or like try and get people into their cult (laughs) or whatever. Yeah. And there's like things that people latch on to, you know, or why you get like, there's a connection point to a religion or a cult or whatever, or, or there's a, a link into like why a kid wants to play basketball. Rollerblading just does not have any like thing connection point apart from a confused, befuddled mess of history. Like if you were trying to pitch rollerblading to someone and try and get them to invest in it, there's not a lot to grab onto. No, there isn't. Like, if if you had a chance to pitch rollerblading <laughs> <laughs> to, like, an entertainment company or something, it's like, how could you... What could you say about it? You wouldn't have, like, enough proof for what what you... Like, how you speak about it passionately. There's not enough that's that's related to how you think of it if that makes any sense right like you wouldn't be able to show a section of someone and then being like wow this has been happening and we didn't know about this (laughs) well you i'm trying to think like if you if you did have if you were in that situation where it was up to you to to create a presentation for a boardroom um, I think the best way to go about it would be to just explain your experience and, Absolutely. Ex- and and kind of show the things that from a young age, I think it's important to, to show, like talk about what happened to you at a young age, these different things that, that you saw these videos and, um, and mainly the videos like to show them and say this is when i was 12 i saw this and i was so taken by it that i like i um i i i committed my whole life to this and i still do this to this day i'm 30 now and and i still do this as pathetic as that is, and and people might look at you like, yeah, that is weird and pathetic. But if you just explain it honestly, like that is what happened. Like we did see things and experience things that we're still doing it, and it is fucked up. Like at pop contest, there there was a massive generation gap. <laughs> There's like nobody between the ages of like 13 and 20. 25 or like everyone there was older and had been doing this for 20 years or 10 years or 12 years like there wasn't anyone there was there were not a lot of people that had just gotten into this and they were really excited like yeah i've been skating for three years like that didn't exist it was just a bunch of old timers like and uh that's i mean 
Um, That's a good thing. But it's weird that it's... Uh, it's not good from an industry perspective. No. <laughs> but uh, from from the perspective of what we do, where it's like pure just art, it does make it more interesting because like the less people that do it, the better. Because it makes it more weird, more interesting that 30-year-olds do this and have been doing it for 20 years. Like, it is a plus. But <laughs> the activity, like, we're doing something wrong. Like, as a, as a culture or as a sport or, like, we're, we suck. We're losing. <laughs> you know what? It seems like every other little underground thing, for the most part, has gotten sucked into the mainstream, except for a few things. Rollerblading is definitely one of them. Yeah, even scooters beat us. Yeah, juggling not hasn't doesn't really have that. No, it's just uh, juggling just isn't the type of thing that anyone can get into because it's so hard. Unicycling. Unicycling too is just way too hard. Like every kid. Rollerblading, it's weird. It has a lot of good things going for it. It does. It really does. Like hockey. Hockey's so popular. The skills translate perfectly. Any hockey player could probably be skating and skating well in a Guess couple what, weeks though? on Guess what, though? Ball parts. hockey, way more popular than roller hockey. Running around on your shoes. And I understand, like, you play it and you say it's really fun. But in the court, like the court that I skate in by our house, there's people playing hockey all the time and they don't have skates on. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you are missing out on the, one of the key aspects of hockey. What makes <laughs> hockey so awesome is people gliding on ice. Yeah. Ball hockey's fun, but I don't know. I've never actually played roller hockey. It's fucking so fun. I bet it is. The how smooth it is and fast. I wish yeah, I wish um the boys in Calgary do like Wednesday or they do like a weekly uh roller hockey game. Oh fuck, that That's makes amazing. me amazing. That makes me jealous. Fuck. Could you imagine if like every every day like week, like, oh man, it's Tuesday. I'm gonna go play roller hockey tonight. Oh, it'd be so fun. It'd be amazing. Be so fun. Yeah. Last time I played pond hockey, I had like such a nice buzz from skating on a pond. Shit, that would be fun. Being outside. Yeah. I still think my theory is that I just need to make a movie with rollerblading in it. That's really? my personal goal within rollerblading. Really? Yeah. But not anytime soon. I want to make a bunch of videos, but like a really crazy movie with rollerblading in it. That would be interesting. Yeah. That's what, okay. So why did uh roller derby blow up? Good question. The movie whip it. Whip it. Yeah, but th there's more to it because, like, there's been fucking role, role wedding movies. 
And Airborne's amazing. Yeah. Airborne's really good. <sighs> if there was just a, a rollerblading movie that was legit that came out. But see, the problem is rollerblading, the like aggressive skating culture, if it tried to portray the way it thinks it is, that movie would suck. Yeah. Horrible. It would be terrible. It would have to be something much different yeah. than that. Yeah. We've already, I think we went, we went over like the script and stuff in one of the podcasts. And, and like the proof of that is that basically rollerblading has been trying to make its own movie for the last <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> and 10 years ago they were saying, man, once the world sees this, it's going to blow the fuck up. Like, it's it's just got to get on TV. It's oh, just got to be seen. That's it. Because it's amazing. And it has been seen. And no one wants to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't have those things yet that you can just grab onto bikes it's simple i'm going on i'm going out for a bike ride yeah right oh awesome i went for a walk today i went hiking i went skateboarding like oh i went rollerblading the other day rollerblading wow <laughs> really you rollerblade I didn't know anyone used those things anymore. Where can you get rollerblades these days? I think I might have a pair somewhere. <laughs> what is that about? It's, is it destined to be that way for quite a while? Oh, that's just what it is. That's, yeah, that's probably what it'll be for a long-ass time. That's such an exciting thing, hey? Yeah, exactly. And that's what we need to embrace. Uh, humor. Humor is humor attached to inline skates. Yeah. Is the best. Gold. Because it's funny. Oh, it's so funny. It's actually almost uncomfortable. People can be uncomfortable with it, I think. Yeah. It can be so weird to some people that it's that they might feel uncomfortable. If I just like went to a skate park and like spun around, didn't actually do any tricks, <laughs> I would make some people feel so uncomfortable cuz like how can you be that uncool? <laughs> how can you just come here and make yourself look that bad? Are you fucking serious? What are you trying to prove? Like, I can't... I'm obsessed with that you look so bad right now. Like, what are you trying to do here? What are you trying to achieve by doing this? What are your motives? <laughs> it's a great thing to ask yourself. It's an important I'm, thing. If you were to interview aggressive skating... 
he would say he or maybe it's a she. Maybe it's a she male. Yeah, what would they say? Hey, I just want to make it look as tight and as fun as possible. And I want to hang out with my friends, have a good time. And then, you know, actually I didn't do a very good one. <laughs> what, what would you say if you were aggressive? No, that, was, that was pretty good. Yeah, you know, I just want to, you know, I just want to have a good time, do what I love to do. This is what I love to do. I just go out and I want to just, like, show the world how tight this shit is, you know? Show the world what role-betting is. <laughs> this is what role-betting is. And, uh, and, you know, I'm just, we out here. <laughs> we are out here. We out here. And then if you were to interview, like, inline skating the activity, not aggressive skating, what would it say? Uh, what are your motives? Yeah. I'm... I'm... Just trying to get a, f- a feeling that uh, I have gotten from doing this in the past. It doesn't happen every time. But sometimes it's the perfect way to start a day. And... It's a great way to just be out in the sun and get some exercise, and it's really fun to do. Fuck. And, uh, See, that's more rollerblading. Well, it's all about the... the Activity. The, the felt presence of immediate experience. Whoa there. It's about just what you're doing at that exact moment. The wheel, an extension of the foot. Uh, is it the camera, the extension of, an, of the eye? The book, the extension of language? Or the word? I can't remember. When these things change, men change. The wheel is an extension of the foot. Yeah. It's a great way to move your body. It's a great way to just experience... It's fun feels good it is it is an awesome activity like we've been doing it forever there's a reason why Even, i want but but it takes a lot of effort to make it really fun like going out skating i i haven't been skating for quite a while and just like building back all those little muscles in your feet and stuff oh yeah like you got skating gotta... isn't that great until your whole body is like built to do it like once your body is built to do it then it becomes like the most amazing shit um but it takes a lot of work to get it there and to keep it there and then you lose it and then you have to build it back up like even not skating for a month and a half like little muscles in my feet are just really like they can't they're not that strong. They've lost it and muscles in my legs. Like it's, it's a kind of foreign movement that your body n- needs to really adjust to. Not and skating you, for even a week sometimes. Yeah. Month and a half though. I could see that. Yeah. So did you actually, did you do some tricks? Like what was your. Just a lot of skating around and cruising on banks. I did some Mizus. Yeah. I did, I did, I did an alley-oop sole. I did alley soul. soul soul grinds soul grinds yeah yeah 
um, Alute Macchios, some grinds. Did you grab um, the boots? Not too much. No, it didn't feel good to grab the boots. You swung I mean, the legs? I did some some sort of abstracts, not as extended as I usually do. But yeah. like kind of abstract and little 360s. Just a lot of just um, maneuvering. Like you can strengthen those muscles so good just like skating around and maneuvering and turning and like backwards one-footers. And oh, that's fun. Super fun. Yeah. But uh, it feels good. It's just I don't want to push it too hard. Just ease into it. Yeah. Yeah, how's yeah. the knee feeling since Pretty the kind good. grind incident? Yeah, pretty good. Um, it's just a, it's a little tender, a little tender. Like if I land like too hard, it's like, Oh, you shouldn't do that. Oh, not doing that. But I think like just being at the point where I can like cruise around and skate, like it'll build up really fast. Yeah. Yeah. It'll build up really fast. And I've been working out really hard. Like the rest of my body is in great shape. Yeah. So once my knee catches up, I'll be on. Oh shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be tight. It's going to be real. Um, like, you haven't seen rollerblading. Like, once the world sees me at full capacity on inline rollerblades, they're going to be like, holy shit. We, I've never seen this. What, I didn't know about this? Look at this guy. i got to get me some skates. And then, like, three million people are going to start skating all, all across the world because they see me on skates. The whole thing's backwards, hey, like uh <laughs> like uh going out and stacking clips. Stacking clips. Like uh like uh working really hard on a section that a couple thousand people will see that do the same activity. It's a weird thing. It's a very strange thing. Like there's people who work so hard on putting out edits and uh it's that that question of like why do we make them and it really seems like to impress just other rollerbladers that there's so many different reasons you could make an edit yeah it's so weird we're very uh good at imitating you know (laughs) it is very weird the people take it very seriously. Style is very, very, very standardized. Ugh. Like, I know what I'm going to watch most of the time I click on an edit. Yeah, pretty much every time. Like, what was the last thing that you watched that you really liked? It doesn't even have to be aggressive skating. You can just have skating in it. Like, what was something that got you really excited I watched uh, an old Andy Kaufman interview on Letterman. <laughs> I actually just I posted it on my Facebook because I was so excited about it. it. It's amazing. I'm gonna have to watch it. Yeah. People who are are uh, are really good at putting something out into the world that you don't know how you're supposed to feel when you're watching it. Was it that kind of a thing? Yeah. Love that. Yeah. 
he just he went and it was like it was constant like constantly asking myself is this guy for real is he is this just a is he did he plan this and is he but i couldn't sense any kind of like any kind of hesitation in his face or any doubt or like laughter or anything that's why the brody stevens footage that i've seen is amazing it's the same kind of thing shit (laughs) and i want to see that show like it's the same thing it's like who is that question like am i being fucked with or not right now and it's so powerful. Like when you can separate yourself from from caring about how it's being seen. From you, when you can, when people put themselves out and they're not trying to promote themselves, they're not trying to. They're not trying to be anything. They're just so committed to an idea that they've had previous that they go in like knowing that it's going to be very awkward and weird and they're so committed and focused on that that it's it's powerful because that's a hard thing to achieve oh and people connect with it too yeah it's people a lot of people connect with that so entertaining and they because it's like you sacrifice yourself right because you might become like the butt of the joke or like you might look like a total idiot but that's kind of the point because you're creating this entertaining moment well and uh by drawing on that it's a very courageous brave thing that you may be have to live a a lightly mentally unstable (laughs) existence yeah because the line between uh acting and just being drawing on the realist version of what you imagine of yourself. That's what those guys are so good at. It's not just like being weird for weird's sake. It's like, I'm just letting everything be seen right now. Yeah. Cause the whole thing is fucking silly. Really? Yeah. The whole thing is silly and let's have some fun or let's, let's do something new or let's like the, the world's becoming more homogenized. And it needs got, to be pushed more than ever. I love that. That idea is so fucking funny when people will be like, oh, this person should be fucking pro by now. Like, <laughs> Why doesn't this person have a pro skate? And there's all these goals that don't actually have any meaning. Yeah. And that um, it should be more about no, I'm not even going to get into that thing. Like it, had meaning, I just, it had meaning in the past. And the meaning was like that you could be like a Randy Spicer at 16 making a shitload of money or like an Aaron Feinberg. Like in the, there was a short period of time where it was like a real – it was like a career. Like you could do that and then you didn't have to work at McDonald's. You didn't have to be a dishwasher. You didn't have to do these things. You could just go rollerblading and make a fuckload of money. Fuck bitches, drink beer, ha- live this rock star life, and that was real. That was something that people could go for, and they, they all thought it would last forever. But it was ridiculous because you're just rollerblading. It's so silly, but people are still like expecting that 
they're expecting to get paid to go out and rollerblade. And in this day and age, it's it's a fantasy. It's totally unrealistic. So it'd be cool if it was like the other way around, where if people were creating opportunities through their own vision of skating and getting paid by outside sources because of that, not trying to. Uh, <laughs> Like, oh man, does that make any sense? Yeah, I don't yeah. even know. Like the how I always talk about the idea of like people going solo from each other. Like, uh, like instead of making a pariah or a charging type video, if all of those people just worked really hard on videos that they wanted to make, or just like in general, just rollerblading isn't. It's not just that. Like if everyone. Oh, yeah. If, if no everyone was shit. involved in a whole bunch of other things and rollerblading was just one part of their equation. Definitely. One yep. way that they like exercised this uh, whatever this thing that they were trying to achieve, like rollerblading cannot be the only the, the be all end all. It's just one part of the equation. Oh, yeah. And and there's got to be more people that kind of run with that, like um, diversifying. And being into like what it, whether it's acting or music or art or like different things that they can like rollerblading is an awesome part of that equation. <laughs> That's totally uh, it has that vibe like ag- aggressive skating in the way it's portrayed. It's like, hey man, are you in or are you out? <laughs> <laughs> like people who have uh, like if you have a. a a wife career, long time girlfriend and you you don't skate as much. It's like you're out, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you're not dog. giving enough to this thing. I haven't seen you for a minute. <laughs> are you in or are you out? You think this is a joke? You laughing? You think this is a game. You think this is a fucking game? D M X what you really want? What you really want? Yeah. We are, we are mushroom blading. Yeah. <laughs> to roll for life. Visit the website mushroomblading.com. We doing it up big. Twenty twelve. Joey and Todd all up in your grills. You wish you was us, but you're not. We haven't been selling enough fucking units. Yep. We gotta move more units. Gotta move more units. We gotta do something different, you know? We really have to up our game. I'm thinking, Joey. I'm thinking. You know, 2012, we're gonna do it up big. Okay, listen to me. One word Yellow. (laughs) We're gonna come out with a yellow skate. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just going to be hot. And not only are we going to come out with a yellow skate, we're going to make yellow pants, yellow shirts, yellow hoodies, yellow wheels. You could buy the URL like like, uh, mushroombladingyellow.com and when people go to it, it would just say like yellow coming soon. Oh, shit. Yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like, we can s- sign on like uh, 
Broskow or something like that. Yeah, we got to get a hot new rider. Yeah. Like someone that just looks like a nice a nice face. Someone with a nice face. Like yeah, just eyes, nice tricks. Vibrant face and some good solid tricks like it, it yeah. can be like the same old shit that people have been doing for like 20 years you know a nice solid like true alley-oop soul but it doesn't matter yellow skates what, whatever but yellow just nice maybe nice haircut really yeah. nice like long hair is out this is 2012 it's about short hair maybe gelled like a nice yeah, short yeah. haircut short on the sides a little bit longer on the top with the comb over yeah, like a nice. I tried tight that for a bit. Maybe it some tattoos, works. some tattoos tats. on the arm. Yeah, tats are tats are hot. Because it's like it's like oh, he's got tats. Like he's 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 older. He's been around. Like he's lived a lot. And it's spot real. selection's really important. Yeah, gotta have really good spot selection. Really yeah. gritty, like real street level. Yeah, definitely not. Really, the grabs need to be uh, held, you know? For, re- like, r- so long. Maybe yeah. if we could get someone that could even land grabbing. <laughs> I think that would take it to the next level. Yeah. That would like, be like a Shane Coburn-type pitch. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like oh. uh, you could inject some new some new trends in skating, and I, I really oh, think grabbing shit. the whole time, land. even while you land. Even yeah. Like, if you could take off in the air and land holding the boot i think that's what the public really wants to see like when that happens the public's gonna be like damn like rollerblading has progressed to this new level that's they're just holding the boot like all over the place fuck and that would I be sweet then you could get the url mushroombladinggrab.com and we would come out with yeah. grab and Nothing it, the whole grab. video would just be grabbing the boots the entire time the ho- all Maybe, of the yeah. skating, everything's grabbed. Whoa! Wow, yeah. that would be a statement. Well, and then you could release, you could do other colors too. Probably, you Shit. could like different riders could have different colors. Whoa! Yeah, I mean, everyone's grabbing everything. Everything, even like if we got to get skaters, like even while they're just like striding down the street, they're holding their skates because really, like it doesn't count if it's not grabbed. Like you can skate down the street, but if you're not grabbing your boot, yeah, what what are you doing? What is that? It's it's got to be grabbed, you know. Like this, like let's evolve. We um, oh shit. Also turning, like instead of going in a straight line and grinding the rail and landing straight. We would introduce turning as well, that you could actually, like, you could turn on your skates. Really? Yeah. I don't know about turning. Oh, well, maybe we'll sit. We'll, we'll get, like, the calendar going, you know? Yeah. We'll start with grabbing the whole time. I don't know. I think turning might be big. It might be too early for turning. People too like advanced? straight. People are just so into straight these days. Like, you do this, and then you do that in a straight... People are really into a nice straight line. I'd, I'd, I don't know if turning... I don't know if people would be into turning right now. Uh, I think there might, about, there might be some beef on the message boards about turning. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Well, how, how can we subtly introduce turning? I guess maybe like if they were maybe if they were grabbing while they were turning, it might be like, damn, turning sick. He, we could get someone to do just like one trick in the video called grab, where they're turning. Yeah. 
Maybe just one. Just ease it in. Yeah. Whoa, like he turned. I like that. I like that. I also thought about, um, so there's the skate, right? There's the skate. And we would probably launch this just before the grab video. There's going to be the boot, right? And then there's going to be a skin over the skate. Whoa. And then over the skin, there's going to be another boot. Whoa. So, yeah. like, it's like a skin sandwich. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the name. Wow. But it's, yeah. The yellow skin sandwich. Mushroom blading yellow skin sandwich. Oh, and shit. so there's that means there's two replaceable parts. Actually, three. Whoa, they can yeah, replace yeah, yeah. the boot, the skin, and the boot on top of the skin the and the boot. boot. Like, is there a name for, like, the boot on the outside? Because, like, oh, the boot <laughs> on the inside. Uh, shit, we've got to think of that. Skin, and then the... It's, like, such... It's the strongest, biggest skate <laughs> ever to come out, ever to hit the market. This is going to revolutionize rollerblading. The tricks that you're going to be able to do in this boot within a skin within a boot is going to be just mind-blowing. And, like, the the general public, like, they're just going to want to put it on their feet. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to be able to – oh, man, what would that be? Um, hmm. See, Armor Tech was already taken. Shit, that's good. Armor Tech was taken, but I, I don't know. Like and then boot, I think eventually I think we would introduce another skin – to go over top of Whoa. the boot that's over yeah, top of, course, of the skin like later that's models. on the boot. You, have, you can't what? just have a boot on the outside. you got to have a skin. The later models, yeah. We'd have like different skins that you could put on the boot that's outside of the skin that's outside of the first boot. So it'd be like yeah. layers. It's like a layered uh, – maybe like Layer is the name of the company. Oh, shit. It's like Layer. Just layer. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. Layer. <laughs> in, think... in 1994, skates yeah. without skins were introduced. 20 years later, skins were introduced to go over top of the skate. Now we're bringing it to the next level. The another next level. skate and another skin on top of the skin and the Dude, skate. We're going to be like the Taco Bell of rollerblading. <laughs> we're going to make it better and better and better. By introducing layers to the industry. <laughs> and fuck, a video where they're grabbing the whole time? Yep. Everything. Maybe Everything like, grabbed. We're going to take our pros and we're going to glue their hands to the boot. <laughs> and they're still going to be able to do everything. <laughs> there could be a locking mechanism on the skate. <laughs> For your hands. Yeah. You'll locks. never miss a grab again. Yeah. Learn to blade the right way. Layer. <laughs> Fuck, we just broke it down. Yeah, man. Fuck. I don't even think we can, like, release this podcast because there's just too many ideas that I think, uh, like, if, like, we can't, like, we can't give away these secrets you know like before the grab video comes out and before layer oh, before there's the website taking and it all yeah, yeah stuff yeah i'm just gonna steal everything i'm not breaking up am i 
Nope. Uh, why are you allowed to drink an alcoholic beverage tonight? I am. I've had six. Holy shit. It's Sunday, dude. Slow down. I know. Got to work in the morning. Where's Carly? Uh, she's sleeping. Oh. Or, uh, she's in the other room. You've released your biggest uh, information piece on your newest creation. How'd yeah. that feel? Well, it was it was nice to get like a hundred comments on Facebook. That's really what yeah. It's are all you going to be able like, to beat that? Like I mean, I wasn't, what, no. How are you going to beat that now for likes and comments? I'm not. Is that, that was that's like a, the that was peak, like right? that was my like five minutes of fame. Like I don't care too much about the zygote, just just getting that many uh, comments is what it's really about. I mean, yeah, getting married is pretty good for comments and likes. It's, like it announcing you that you're getting bit, married, like but I think getting, that yeah reaches a whole new level. Yeah, I'll I'll get there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> We're on this like. We're on this, like, wave of madness. It's <laughs> a good reason to drink six beers. Yeah. Like no, I you mean, and I mean, I mean, like, me and you on this, oh. on this current conversation. It's like a wave of... of Absurdity. Absurdity, yeah. And it's a fun wave. Not, I, I like it. You want to get off this wave? Um, no, I just, I, I, I just felt like comment, uh, just like, it's just an observation. I'm just saying Which, that it's, it's, it's happening. Like, this is what hap what, what is happening. Nothing bad about it. I mean, it's fun. This wave is, is really exciting. The fun wave to ride is the absurd wave. Like when you can get on it. Cause sometimes, uh, okay, I'll tell you what's worse than the absurd wave. Okay, yeah. The realistic wave. Oh. Sometimes you get on those those realistic waves and you just cannot be absurd. And it's really hard to be absurd once you're on the realistic wave. I mean, sometimes you got to get on that wave. This, the realistic wave isn't even a fucking wave. It's just like you're yeah. you're stuck waiting for a wave. You're just like Jesus standing on water. You're not even surfing. No, you might even just have to, like, tread for a while. You don't even have, like, a device to catch a wave with. Maybe you're drowning. You're drowning in re real. Yeah. You're drowning in what's around you is... See, that's a funny thing to manage is, like, what's around you... What's around you is your life... And it's what you deal with on a daily basis. Um, and you have to try to make that g enjoyable, right? You have to try to make the things that are around you as good as they can be. You have to yeah. work and you have to build a business and make sure your finances are in order and get some assets and all this. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, all that shit, you can't – it's like it can bring you – it can it can stifle what you really are here to do. Oh yeah. 
So it's a very fine balance. You have to manage it so it's not an issue. You don't want it to be an issue because if it's an issue, then it'll also stifle what you're here to do. So you have to make it good, but you can't put all your energy into that because putting everything into that, then you're, you're, you're uh, negating your, what's the word? Your neglecting uh, you're neglecting what you are here to do so you don't my... want it to be an issue and you don't want it to be your 100 percent focus you want to focus on it to a point where it just just like allows you to fucking relax in the abs- while you're riding the absurd wave yeah you know that's my biggest conundrum is balancing the focus on the immediate life. Mm-hmm. I'm in a transition point right now, though, so I'm very excited. I look more like myself. Do you ever have those moments where you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, wait a minute, some shit's not right. And then other times you're like, hey, it's you. Yeah. You're back. Totally. We're back. I think people, yeah, you drift back and forth. It's a, like people are very lucky if they, if you can be you 100% of the time. That's the goal, man. That is the goal. That's, That's the, goal. the goal. And it's and the goal is to not only just be that 100% of the time, but no, you push are. that and exercise that and and change that into a new vibrant being and to find like okay, I want to ask you a question. Just give Do me, it. give me like your first, uh, whatever pops into your brain. But okay. I'll tell you, I have, I have a deep desire to just expand my lens, like just expand my, my, uh, the lens of my consciousness. I want to just see more. I want to be. I want to see things for what what they really are and what they really are is just very exciting and awesome. And I want to live in that space more often. So what can I do to get there? Uh, try and stay in the moment as much as possible and don't think about the future or the past. When you, so when you say stay in the moment, do you mean, or, be in the moment. Be in the moment. Do you mean like to appreciate uh, the moment? And, to get really fucking good at um, not even feeling like you have a body or a mind that's thinking. You don't even think about those things. You don't feel your body. You don't really think about that you're thinking. Whoa. You just are... You just feel like you're part of everything. I think that's, that's interesting. That's like that's like a thought that I had today. That um, I was thinking about caring, and I was thinking about how caring you can see the positive side of caring. Like it's important to care. It's important to care about what you're doing and what how you're affecting people and but it's there's a negative side of caring um 
so like before it's like a like trying to find a balance between like a combination of caring and not caring like when you care like you're you, you value things and you place importance on things and you care about things like i care about our friendship like that is something that I care about, and that's a yeah. positive form of caring. And then, a, and then, but I think there's a part of caring that's like I care about what strangers think of me on the street, or I care about how that one doesn't matter. Perceived when I on the internet, or you know, like like pointless forms of caring. Yeah, those ones you depleting. gotta ixnay those ones. Yeah, so it's like it's like caring about reality. Like I guess it's like finding the important things, and then realizing the in, unimportant things. But it's like your monkey brain is always gonna. There's always gonna be things that you don't that you care about that are totally fucking unimportant, right? Yeah, because we're our minds and bodies. Oh, we're still adjusting to all this shit. Yeah. But like going on the internet and reading email and Facebook and then having a job to do with the computer and checking text messages and all that shit. It's not it's hard to adjust to. Yeah, there's like so just trying to much. figure it out. Yeah. What was so that? there's weird emotional things that come with all of that 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 take an adjustment. Yeah. It's like our brains purposely limit the amount of information that we can possibly take in, and yeah. that um, that amount is being pushed and pushed and pushed with technology, and with like constantly being like looking at so much information and so much new novel information. Whereas like before, like. A couple hundred years ago, you would just live on a farm and you would just live there for your whole life and you would just be so accustomed to the surroundings. And now. Oh, you're just... breaking up. You're breaking up. Am I? Yeah. So keep it on farm. Keep it on farm. Okay. I'm going to take a keep... quick. You're going to piss? Yeah. Am I breaking up? You were for a little bit, but I think we can keep it going. Okay. How much um... longer can you do? Um, what's this? We could do another 20. Yeah, that sounds 30. good. Yeah. Well, let's keep it going. So you're on a farm and that was your, that's your life. That's your whole life. And, and you're so used to it. Very rarely are you introduced, introduced to something new, right? Like a new face, a new surrounding, a new idea. Like it's very rare. So that was, that's the norm. That's what our brains are used to. And I where did I hear this? There something about like astronauts who work on the space station, and if you could imagine like working, they're like harnessed to to something so they won't just float away, and they're basically like floating around in space, and their their tools are like floating away, and uh, they need to focus on like working on this space station to make sure it's functioning properly but they can only work for like a couple hours at a time or else they'll like to they'll pass out because the amount of new 
information that they're taking into their brain is so intense that they get tired after like two hours and they'll actually <laughs> pass out. Yeah. Because it's so fucking crazy. They're fucking floating <laughs> around in space. Like it's bizarre and it's just like so much that their brain just gets fatigued really fast. Oh, shit. Yeah, I could believe that. Yeah. Definitely. So, so I, have like, a, I have a question then about two of the things that you said about caring, right? Yeah. So you said walking down the street, what people think of you. Yeah. And then what someone might think of you online. What Has there ever been a beneficial experience when you've been walking down, at the, street, down the street and thinking about what people think of you? Does that benefit you? In some ways, or does it hinder you? Like, uh, it's like, totally have you had a valuable energy. thought from caring about that? Um, it it can be it can be a fun like it can exercise. Be a, it can be a fun like, um, like it, be, it can be an interesting thing to imagine. Like, oh shit, what what do these people think of of me right now? But it gives you an objective you, perspective never, on yourself. Yeah, or it's funny. Like it, it, the the thing is, you can't take it too seriously. Yeah, and you can't let it affect humor, man. What you're doing, you have to be approach it humorously. And actually, one of the most brilliant things about that was told to me in when I was in a van. And most incredible things in life come to you when you're sitting in the back of a van. And uh, I. I was with a guy that I work with and his girlfriend in the back of a van, and a song came on. I can't remember what the song was, but I didn't like it, and I made a comment about the song. And then right after I made a comment about the song, the girlfriend, she was like a kind of like kind of crazy, like kind of like a abrasive hippie type. <laughs> And uh, right after I made the comment about the song, she she oh man what did she, she said like she yelled like something angrily, and I thought that it was about me making a bad comment about the song, and then like a couple hours later like throughout the night we were talking and having a good time, and I said like yeah when I said that thing about the song you were like so mad at me and she's like what are you talking about like I wasn't talking about you I was talking about something else. And she said, never, um, never worry about what people are thinking because you, you can never know anyway. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, what, what people, people think, think of me is none of my business. <laughs> as soon as you started talking, it was like crazy fucking robot voice. <laughs> Hence, we're past the one hour. Oh, shit, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> quick, quick, quick. Okay, um, I'll take a pee. Okay, okay. And then I'll hit you back up. Okay, okay. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Oh, I couldn't... What? Could you hear me that first time? I could, but you couldn't hear me. I thought you were fucking with me. You're like... Oh, I thought you were fucking oh. with me. <laughs> I couldn't hear anything. I thought you were going to let me go just for a while. <laughs> Is that what you were doing? No, I was having some technical difficulties. Oh, shit. Yes. So, um, yeah, the girl said... You'll never know what people think anyway. No. Which is so true. And then, yeah, when I broke up, I said, uh, what people think of me is none of my business. Exactly. 
that's a good quote. I like that one. That's a very good one. And then so uh, have you ever had any valuable, like when you read comments of people that just absolutely don't like what you're doing with inline skates in your life online, what have you had any beneficial uh, moments when you're caring about that or do more harm? Probably more harm. They never. Yeah, did. obviously. I mean, everyone's got an opinion. Everyone's, well, every, everyone's obsessed with their opinions. Yeah, I think it's an important part of uh, of uh, uh, getting through this moment in history. Like all of these things are tools to help the human race in some way, but we're getting caught up on dumb reasons to use them. You know. Yeah, and there's I think it tools is, it is that good. help accelerate our growth, but we. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Like the communication can be good. Like it is generally good that people can put like watch something and then write their what they think and everything. But in a way, it's too it it values the comment too much. Well, yeah. Like it's just a comment. Like the comment. It's so petty, and it doesn't – what matters more is the thing, the thing that they're commenting on. And in a lot of ways, the comment – it's like um, it's like it takes away from your experience when you're too focused on the, what you're going to – how you're going to comment or what you're going to say about it. So my podcasts are great because it's just uncut bullshitting. Instead of the bullshit trying to be constructed into a comment – yeah. It's just a shitload of bullshit. Yeah, like let's go deep. Let's not just like condense what we're se- what we're thinking into 100 characters. Let's that talk that, about it and and examine it and criticize it and That make thing's a joke so out of it. we were talking about how um people are thinking of what they think of something instead of experiencing it. Yeah. They're thinking of what they're going to say about it. Yeah. Instead of actually, and then people make things specifically so people can say nice things. Yeah. <laughs> that no 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 that is so true. <laughs> P- yeah, people will make things that will get positive comments. Yeah, the, they like don't the want to sh- make things that would get a lot of bad comments. No. Like the sh- <laughs> and the shits the shit that's going to get a lot of good comments usually is. <sighs> is just pretty vanilla. Well, yeah, that's why you always hear, and I've said it before, like, oh, that's the best edit I've ever seen. And you just read that (laughs) all the time, and then it's like, okay, well, maybe we should start using a little bit more colorful language. Okay, like, why did you enjoy the edit? What made it the best edit you've ever seen? Yeah. Even just if you ever catch yourself commenting on something, you're actually being a piece of shit yourself for the most part. Pretty much. I think the like best... if you were trying to type out an opinion on an edit, like if I was doing that, it means that I have no life, I think, in some way. Well, yeah, it, I think well, it means that you're putting your energy into the wrong you're right, you're right. thing. Yes. I think the ultimate the best comment you can ever make on something is just posting it is just like sharing it with 
more people. It's like you're voting, like, I think this is what I want people to see. And you, and by, like, just posting it, you don't even need to make a comment. You're just putting it out for people to look at. It's like, that's what you're voting for. Like, you think that's important. Like, that is the ult- that's the best comment. When you don't like something, it is totally 100%... Your fault? It is 100% pointless <laughs> to write a comment about how you don't like something. There's zero point. It can... It, you can uh, use it maybe to highlight... Uh, some ideas, like sometimes watching stuff that's bad can highlight reasons that you like something. Sometimes, like uh, it can inspire, it can enhance what your goal is when you create stuff. Yeah. Uh, wait. Uh, you're, yeah. I'm, I'm I said, going outside. I said of, there's there's yeah. no reason to make a pointless comment, and I just realized that on your blog. I read. I saw that post that said Satan is real, and it was that what to expect when you're expecting, and that was that was a good way to to show hatred for something. That just, was well done, and that had a point. So that just like debunked what I just said. But <laughs> but uh. But that's like comedy. That was like that. There's like comedy in that. I think. Well, it, it was important to point that out. Yeah, yeah. It's imp- it was important to show how fucking ridiculous. Like that move. That I, I haven't seen the movie. I all I saw was I haven't even seen a trailer. I just saw the cover, <laughs> and that it should get. It, there should be people posting like, "Fuck this shit!" Like this bullshit should not be made. Like this is so fucking gross and disgusting, and it's bad for human nature that this shit is coming out. Like, and and to name it something so like, what to expect when you're expecting, and it's like nothing like what it'll actually be, and it'll just place like a whole bunch of fucking bullshit into people's minds when they're doing the most important thing that you can do as a human is to make another person and and raise them properly or try to raise them in the best way that you know how and then you watch this bullshit movie with jennifer lopez and a bunch of stupid fucking hot chicks and stupid guys making like surface level jokes out of making a person that's evil that oh, hurts just, the world. That's not oh, go ahead. good. That's just not – like people be like, oh, it's just entertainment. It's just entertainment. Well, you know what? It's still – like it's gross and it's still going to put like stupid ideas into people's heads and what to expect when you're expecting. Like people will expect to be Jennifer Lopez – having a bait like it's so gross i think the cover was like her all of her friends are pregnant and she's not Ugh. or some or i think all of them were pregnant and then below it was like a bunch of guys it's like oh oh all these guys have to grow up and they're pushing strollers and the movie's gonna be wild and crazy oh my god um but the thing that really pissed me off when i saw that movie is how 
there's movies that are coming out that just think I'm a fucking demographic. You know? Yeah. If that makes any sense. The only reason that movie is made is because a lot of people our age are going to be getting married and having babies and they think that that's what their product needs to be. Yeah, it, it, that's exactly what it is. It's like a, it's like a two-hour advertisement. It's like yeah. an advertisement for a product. It's like and this is how we sell it. This like this is what these people think. This is what they think is funny, and this is how they act, and this is what they dream about, and and it just dumbs everyone down. It just homogenizes like, everything. It's like well, let's let's push it further. Let's do things that challenge it. But I guess that's still what makes a lot of money in the box office. And it hurts me to think that people might watch that and believe that that's what life is, you know? Yeah. And that's like people that's real. People poo poo that. They say, oh, no, it's just entertainment. But people imitate what they see. That's what we do. We imitate behavior. We were saying, like, how many sitcoms is it, are there where, like, the husband's slightly overweight and – or, like, even in commercials, the husband's slightly overweight and lazy and kind of stupid and then the wife is kind of, like, hotter and does all the work and makes fun of the the husband? Like <laughs> – Yeah. There's just all these things that we think is the norm. But it's just the way that entertainment creates a norm. Yeah. But then it does have a real impact. Yeah, definitely. Like, I think um, people don't take movies and and entertainment as seriously as they should. Like, it is... Like, uh, it has an effect on culture. Oh, yes. Well, superhero movies are so popular right now because it's like um, the new mythology for people. Like the, the, the myths of our generation is like Star Wars and comic books. Like that fantasy element of being bigger than you are. Like yeah. you're a regular person, but you also have superpowers. I think that's why superhero movies. There's always like a lot that it says about the way the world works. I haven't seen Batman, but apparently there's lots of social commentary in it. Yeah. I really like the Hunger Games. I didn't read the books, but that movie was awesome. It had a lot of like Did you watch that movie? Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was good. Really good. <clears throat> it, was really it was really good in terms of uh all the stuff that it said about the state of the world. Yeah. Within a within a story. And then, like, the fact that those books are so popular, it's like uh, new myths are being told. That's what movies are, like, at their best, for the most part. Yeah. It's an experience that uh, gives you a glimpse of what it means to be human. And that's why when I saw that poster in the iTunes store or whatever, (laughs) it's like, how can I have such a negative reaction to just like a image of a movie and then yeah. i try and think about why i do and then there's a lot there well it's also like a commentary about where we're at and where we're going it's uh 
or where where we should be going superpowers yeah i think well i think that maybe resonates with people so hard right now is because like we do in a way have eat all of us we have crazy superpowers oh yeah like we have more power than ever before but we also we also have more antagonists to deal with in, in, internally like it's 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 bull, it's all the extremes and it's like a superhero it's like we have the ability to make whatever we want to make and do pretty much whatever we want to do and we have the opportunity to make awesome lives for ourselves and the people around us and we also have the potential to just like um be 100% stifled by all of it because it's it's a hard landscape to to deal with you have to be bold and do fearless acts <laughs> yeah totally in order to be the superhero yeah that's why i think people yeah. There's like such simple things you can do in your life that it's like you feel like a superhero after you achieve them, but it's just regular life stuff, you yeah. know? And so much of it is we perceive it as being so scary, but it's And then not it's amazing after you do it. It's not scary at all. We're no. we just build shit up in our heads. No. And you you look back and be like, I can't Imagine if I didn't didn't make that move, yep. or do that that minor act of usually, fearlessness. Yeah, or usually it's just like being just thrown into something that we would have never chosen to do. But oh was, yeah, think of alternate universe Todd with his old job compared to his new job. Yeah, like there's little things like that. Or I think about like had I been in my last relationship still instead of this one. I would have gone so far in an unhealthy direction. Yeah. Had it not stopped when it did. Yeah. Like being thrust into periods of growth, like that's that's the hero's journey, you know? Yeah. And that's a that's a that's a pretty huge gift is when you're delivered uh something that you don't want and something that is hard to deal with. That's like a huge gift because Otherwise, you would have had to choose that for yourself, and most people don't have the heart to do that. So when oh, yeah. you get you when you get a shitty hand dealt to you, you really have to. That's a gift. You don't know it at the time, but you're being you're being given something that you should have chosen on your own, but you're too weak to choose it, and you need to look at it like that. Definitely. Say, yep. This is. This is my new I've been given this journey. I've been given this adventure that I was too scared to choose for myself, but the universe is just like, Haha, you need this and you're gonna love it, so here you go. I always think about how weird it is like um that your life, no matter what, is just the most amazing movie that you're in. That uh, like if there was a a way to see your life up to this point. There's like different ways you could uh, cut it and put it together. But I just think about like my foot going into a rollerblade for the first time. 
<laughs> and then a flash of images up to this point where my feet were in rollerblades, like how powerful that is. Whoa. That's like a superhero movie in itself. And I'm still like in the middle of it. Like I'm in a certain curve right now. Wow. But yeah. I just think about that stuff all the time. Like I keep a picture up by where I work of the first time I tried skates. And uh, it's always powerful to to look at that. It's such a pure image. It's like when you first got some form of a superpower, you know, and you were prepping for a much larger journey, but you didn't even know about it yet. Yeah. Like, you didn't yeah. realize it. Yeah. It is pretty Love that crazy. shit. It is crazy how much that that moment how much impact that moment has had the first time you get a, like a computer or something like there's just these weird things that happen yeah. that change your life that's such a big so, like even just think of like getting your first baseball glove or something like that it's so fucking magical yeah like the power that some of these things have yeah it's the same thing as like getting the sword or whatever to defeat the dragon or or getting like the potion that you have to bring back to save someone. Yeah. It's like it's when like, you're given that tool, you become you become a totally different person and you you start on a totally different path. Yeah. Like that that putting putting rollerblades on my feet for the first time changed you didn't even my know. whole fucking life. <laughs> yeah. Changed my whole fucking life. You're on your own hero's journey still. Yeah. Still Trials on and it. tribulations. Yeah. It's fun it to, is. like, if you look at the hero's journey, it's fun to try and figure out, like, what point you're at right now. Yeah. Because it's a long arc <laughs> from when you first put on a pair of skates to when you will never skate again. That arc is crazy. Fuck. Yeah. And it could be, like, tomorrow, right? Could be I could get injured tomorrow and never put skates on again, and then that's my that's my story. Really, well, it's actually not because I could still be involved with skating and never skate again, and the story could get even better if yeah. I like. Who let's knows? say, yeah, that's what but, it's. Oh. We are yeah, I, it it does fascinate me that it it. It's so important to me to push skating, like to yeah. push my own skating. Like to, it's so important to me to like, because when you like to be hurt and then to try to go back skating, like you know, it's not going to be that much fun when you go out. Oh like, yeah, I know that. I I can predict that. Like, and it, and that almost helps it be more fun is knowing that. It, my body, I'm going to have to like build up and get back into shape. So my expectations aren't so high that I'm disappointed. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to go like cruise around. And then it, it ends up being really fun because I have such low expectations and um, it just feels good just to do it at such a basic level. But it, 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 it to like to put that effort in. Like, there's something there that's, like, it's so important. But why is it so important? And I don't know why it's so important. Why is it well, so I always important? Think, well, you could name it something different, but I always think it's uh, 
it's a way to connect with the part of myself, self with a capital S, that uh, is really hard to connect to in other departments of life. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't connect to that part of myself in other areas. Roll is, that, like, is that why you think that uh, you're so sensitive to the way that rollerblading is being shown or rollerblading as a culture and like um, you're so disappointed in in what it is on the outside because you have such a strong you have such a you think about it a certain way like it's that it's that's totally a caring thing where I just really should not care about that and if anything that should strengthen uh what I want to try if I make a video yeah well because in a lot of ways it it make it's like it's 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 better for what you're trying to do definitely like how unhealthy rollbiting is and how shitty it is and how it's polar opposite from how you see it and what you want to do with it that makes what you're going to do more impactful and more unexpected and uh, like more powerful more entertaining like more everything if everyone saw it the way you saw it the way i saw it then whatever why make a video it there's it it is everyone sees it like that but it gives you a purpose yeah the the caring about i i do get really mad about it but i think part of the hero's journey is as you get older starting to celebrate the fact that you love to rollerblade and starting to share it more with people and starting to integrate it into many parts of your life yeah. is like naturally the good stuff happens with that. That's like where the new, <laughs> the new story arc that's going to be happening Shit. is like coming to terms with it shouldn't be something that I just kind of do once in a while. It should be something that should be very celebrated and shared with people more. And not from a perspective of not from the perspective of what I've known of it previously, from the perspective of how I experience it now. Yeah, you definitely have to honor it because it. If you're being totally honest, it's it's a big part about what you think about and how you see everything. I was talking to Leon about that and um, we were kind of touching on the same thing. Like it's something that is, we just love so much. And I, I just said to him, like, I know still (laughs) my mission right now, like more than anything else is making skate videos. And I'm like, uh, I'm very proud of stuff that we've made up to this point, but I can't wait for the videos that I'm going to make. Yeah. That's my, I just want to make a bunch more skate videos. If that's my main goal in life still. Yeah. It's what I think about, uh, most of the time 
and I feel like there might be a point where I'll be like, oh, okay, I'm done now. But, um, it, you know, you, you're going to know when you're not done. And I'm, there's no fucking way that I've even come close to uh, capturing what I really want to do for making a skate video. And it sounds so silly. Yeah. But and, uh... it's very important. It's, it's the most important thing to me and the way that i've set up my life what i was saying is that um i'm gonna try my best to like they're gonna be parallel like my career and making skate videos and all that stuff is gonna be parallel but if i can get them as close enough together that eventually things are gonna start intersecting um that career can kind of cross with skating somehow and and that um, I, I don't know. That's the only way I could explain it is that I'm just happy that I've been the closest I've ever been to like everything starting to like mold together somehow. Yeah. But I'm not there yet. It's a tough thing. It's, yeah. Um, Cause it, it's very important to follow that, that inner drive or that, like that, whatever you like that's the magic in my life i love what we do and what like making these videos and it <laughs> but i i i struggle with the like well um I, I i i don't make money from it and it's hard for me to see it as a career and i'm 30 but for whatever reason, I'm still obsessed with doing it. And I still, oh, yeah. like, I see so much value oh, yeah. doing it. So the... it's like, you need to honor that. And, and if, like, I couldn't I couldn't just stop. I couldn't just not do it. Or I would be no. very disappointed if I did. Me too. I know that I know that I would be a very, I wouldn't be um, a healthy person if I just, like, stopped doing that yeah and there's no i've tried to think of other ways to like really healthy simple ways to draw on that feeling but i haven't found it yet so that's where i know like i'm not (laughs) i can't i there's no way i can be finished with this or else i'll go crazy yeah it's the Um, only place where i can get that and the career thing that i was saying is like They'll never cross over to the point like I wouldn't expect to do rollerblading videos as a career. But in terms of like what I've chosen as my career, there might be some strokes of luck that I'll be able to present a vision that I have to a unique source that's far outside of what I've grown up. Like instead of just making videos to put online and present to people who know of them. I love the idea of further I go into the future, like, I don't know, having premieres or, uh, shit, what am I trying to say? Like the film aspect of it, that's where I see it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, be- like, I believe in it. I, I think it could be, uh, received by anybody. 
and I, and the the beautiful thing about the way that you see it and the way that I see it is when I watch like extreme sports films, I know that what we want to achieve and that what we haven't achieved yet is so far outside of what an extreme sports film is that it's kind of like its own weird little, like the best, not the best, but the most interesting rollerblading video that we'll make. We haven't made it yet. Yeah. It's not going to be an extreme sports film and it's not going to be like a, a film film. It's not like going to be a documentary. That's what I get excited about because I think, it could be something that other people could really enjoy. Yeah. It could be something that's so so unique and new. Yeah, there's it, I see yeah, I see something that I can't even see. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. But um that uh, that's what keeps me so interested in it, is I know I have this uh yeah i i see us doing something that i can't even really imagine or i can't i don't know what it is that's it and keeps it's cool. me it keeps me on the leash right now it's been so exciting to kind of like form a new relationship with skating and filming and that's i think what the next decade or even five years is going to be about for me yeah is like what is act like what is my relationship to skating and filming yeah then that's where it starts maybe through that i think definitely i think definitely taking a long time to just film and experiment with different things and just talk about what it could possibly be yeah i'm pretty confident that through that we'll will just go on a certain path or it'll happen. I I know for I know it'll something will develop through that. Oh yeah. And just being patient with it. Like oh, not oh, yeah. not expecting it to come like right away because it is a tough time to um process everything and kinda of readjust but from everything that we've learned from like uh i think we're we're getting better and better at just going out and and filming things yeah i think we're like still we, stuck in structures we are. and that's where the the patience comes in yeah, exactly but there's been a, a trajectory where the the, the quantity of filming that we do every time that we go filming is going up and the amount that we use in the video has gone up and up oh and now yeah we're doing the opposite now and then yeah i think now is the perfect time to stop and and go back to like a highlight type thing but with mixes but if you if you look at the the level of like output from a filming perspective and the amount that we deem as like uh useful and important and like we film a lot more 
Oh yeah. And and that's good because the more that you film, the more that you get into that uncaring mode. It's when you only film a little bit, you don't you got to go deep. You got to film a lot and then like not worry too much about the output. I mean, eventually you have to worry about the output and you have to talk about the output, but going through and and just getting it out. Get it out. Get it out. That's like the most important thing. It's creating a world. Yeah, and you you have more happy accidents to create whatever world you want to create. Afterwards. It's that Andy Kaufman thing that you were talking about. It's like drawing on that feeling as much in, as possible. Like um, that idea of uh, in the moment, being in the moment, drawing on something that's like there's a lot going on believing in it yeah like there's those tricks that happen or moments in videos that are just so clearly not supposed to be highlights but it was something that was captured by the camera that just gives you a certain feeling you know yeah and when there's a bunch of those put together it's so crazy yeah it's more powerful than anything yeah, it's the closest we can get to uh, um, taking our presenting our dreams. Yeah, it's the very closest we can get to presenting dreams. Yeah, by far. Man, and it can oh, the 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 potential for for the emotional impact is ridiculous. And just oh yeah! Like reflecting the world, like this is what you are. This, this is what you're doing. And for people, that's like the most powerful thing. So I think the aggressive skating, like the skate video format of like aggressive skating and with the fisheye and stuff, I think sometimes can detract from that world a little bit, or from that the emotional impact. Yeah, it's a, it's a narrow view. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're going for a very specific thing. And that's where um, images and sounds mixed together and using cameras is so infinite. But it's very traditional on what... It's hard to have emotional impact the way that people make edits and videos. Yeah. Very hard. I mean, we're weirdos with wheels on our feet. We're going out into the world, doing things on them, but it's it lacks that emotional impact. You often forget that it's actually human beings doing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's that's yeah, it's so important to to really feel that it's just a, it's a human being that's doing the trick or the whatever they're doing and to it's uh there's like when you watch a skiing video or when you watch a snowboarding video i'm not putting down those things but you you it's like oh i'm watching a skier now i'm watching a snowboarder i'm watching a skateboarder now and it's there's so much there's so much of a culture built up that as soon as you start seeing someone as it's a skateboarder 
or it's a it's a snowboarder you need to see the person as a as a human being and they just oh, happen yeah. that person that human just happens to be doing some crazy dangerous beautiful thing um but you don't see that because they look like a snowboarder or like the video it looks like a snowboarding video and the person looks like a snowboarder and it's like the the person needs to be at the forefront it's weird and it's then, like if oh, you watched their role wedding they're doing something like the thing that makes Batman and Superman and all that stuff interesting, like if the movie was just Batman in his Batman outfit doing Batman shit with nothing else, it would be so hard to like enjoy the part where he like puts on his suit and then you're like, oh shit, shit's going to go down. He's putting on his Batman suit. Exactly. It's like, it, it, sometimes those extreme things just like, look at how fucking awesome we are and then it's like no i want to see that you're not awesome but then all of a sudden you're awesome yeah build towards the awesome yeah and sometimes you can't just start you might not be awesome at all no you might not be awesome for an entire video but that's interesting too yeah (laughs) if it if there was a video that just like you could sense that the awesome was coming, but it was just like on the, <laughs> you're on the edge of awesome the whole time. And you're like, yeah, it's coming. It's coming, but we, it never comes. Well, like if you watched like three Batman movies, but he didn't even get, it's like all of this like built up pre-story and he didn't even like get the suit until like the fourth movie. By the time he got that suit, it would just be so good. Yeah. Be like, oh man, now shit's gonna go down. Oh shit! <laughs> it it is so important. That's the most important thing is to build towards it. Like you gotta see, you gotta see the character suffer. You gotta see the character doubt himself, and and not be awesome and be weak. And then when they finally, when they finally look like a superhero, oh shit! Yeah, man. That you gotta, you gotta show it's a person. It is a person that is doing this trick. Like, what? How do you show that it's a person? It's a tricky thing. I think it's be, it's like a symptom also of like the internet age. It's like okay, we gotta have something in two minutes that shows how tight <laughs> rollerblading is. Oh my god! Don't get no. But it's like no, 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 no. You gotta show. You gotta show how tight humans are. Humans are so fucking tight, man. <laughs> Humans are so tight, like <laughs> That's a good end. Yeah, man. This is fun. Yeah, I'm gonna I, this is one of those ones where I feel really crazy after. <laughs> yeah, that was lots of fun. You're always Oops. fun to talk to. Yeah. <laughs>
I'm lightly obsessive, compulsive, half sentence, and you you help me go off on tangents and plant the seeds that sometimes don't grow, but you <laughs> you uh, allow me space to say maybe this seed will grow. But then you can also ditch the seed and plant and help me plant a new one. Yeah. <laughs> you can you can always you can count the seeds in an apple or in a piece of fruit, but you can never count the apples in a seed. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Never. It's true cuz it's infinite. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you everyone for listening. Yeah. To this. And, and uh, Todd, you got to get some electrolytes in you. Some water. Yeah. Drink a couple tall glasses. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd like to thank uh, Stand Up Desks for Stand up desks. changing my life forever. And anybody who's contacted me about being on the podcast, I've uh, been in a not busy enough to not get back to you, but uh, busy enough with other stuff to not give you my full attention in a response. So um, there are going to be more guests coming up soon yeah. here. I think um, I'm going to. I think I'm going to do one with Jason Marshall. This yeah, week. that email was awesome. Yeah. Some you- uh, some some big news from him yeah should we do a three-way did you want to hang out on that one yeah i'll hang out and cool. you can be like the main host i'll come in once in a while on it sweet yeah yeah that'd be fun oh hopefully sometime this week awesome Maybe this week yeah 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 you won't see much video content from us but you're gonna there's gonna be lots of podcasts Lots of talks. Lots of talk. Lots of yeah. bullshit. Yeah. So thank you again, everyone who listens. Yeah. Love you. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Joey. Thanks, Todd. Have a good night. You too. Keep it real. I always do. Yeah, I know. <laughs>